Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 35 of Beer Another Shit, the podcast, adjunct series, quarantine edition. This evening, I have the most important person in the world, Tiffany oh, Lutz, with me. You are just too kind. Um, you guys haven't seen her for a little bit. I can't remember the last one. It was a while ago. I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm always here, guys, but you know, Craig <laughs> does this thing. But like every now and then, I'll put makeup on for a special occasion, <laughs> which is why you normally don't see me. <laughs> yes, and tonight is a very, very special occasion. So just before we introduce the guests, I want to just quickly, quickly address last night's podcast for, <laughs> for the last one, just for anyone who saw or heard it. So because people dropped off after this thing happened. So about like an hour and a half in, I spilled a beer and I was getting pretty annoyed that it was the second beer I spilled in the, uh, in the podcast for people who don't know we did a blind taste test. And I was just cleaning up, and I was kind of just playing. I was like, oh, fuck, you know, just getting pretty annoyed. But I was – it took a little bit of time to clean everything up. So I was like, oh, man, I've left these three guys just talking. I need to get back. So I was rushing back to the bedroom. I stepped in beer on the rug, and my socks were wet, and I went too far in the, in the kitchen, too fast. I threw, like, the little uh, towel I was drying it with at the sink. And when I did that, I think I put too much velocity on my body – I slipped on the floor. I smacked my um, under my Oof. armpit yeah. on the corner of a wine fridge, and then went full force into the ground. And I screamed really loud, and it sounded like I was just being like <laughs> raging. Yeah, raging, like I was a crazy person. And Tiff said, "Oh, from when that happened to when I came back, maybe ten minutes later." Um, if they I couldn't dropped know. off, they wouldn't. If they were dropped that, off. They wouldn't know. Being crazy because yeah. of that. so I was really like, "Why did this have to happen on a live podcast?" Because I almost was going to call it off, but I thugged it out and, and sat through it. But I basically I had a, a huge gash under my arm. I found another bruise on my tricep, my whole hip, my knee, my thumb. I can barely grab anything. It's a, a bit of a mess. I want people rough. to not think I'm a psychopath. I literally had a, quite a bad fall in one of the most embarrassing times. I'm really glad it wasn't on video, but I even had my friend say, uh, hit me before, say a brewery owner was watching, asked if I was okay and shit. I'm like, fuck, okay. So I just wanted to really put that out there. I'm not crazy. I literally had a really bad fall. It just sounds like, like that's the live thing that you get, right? It's yeah, it's the first time. I was like, why like, He was pretty happening? mashed up, guys. He was pretty mashed it's up. Pretty bad. I feel like you did well and you, you still continued on for like yeah. an hour, an hour I, and a half or something. Yeah, I thought, you know what, let me so just keep like, drinking. Oh, is this I so almost did it. Gonna leave now. Yeah, I almost did it by four. Anyway, so I just really want to say that first on the audio podcast part as well, in case people listen. So please just listen to the whole thing because it gets, it's only like the, went a little weird a bit. I explained it and then I chilled out and started drinking. And we just continued the podcast and everything was great. So, with that said, let's get into it. So, this evening, um, this queen of a woman is one of our favorite people in craft beer. She's doing so much. We absolutely do not even know, we don't even know how she has time of the day to do things that she's doing. If you're anywhere in craft beer, in North America, you absolutely know her or and or her organization. Is Letitia Cook of Beer Culture? Welcome, Tish. Oh, I got, I got the applause button. Got the applause. Woo! Oh, she has to. There you go. You can't hear it, but there's applause button. How are you, love? All are best. Okay, so while I was listening to your story, I almost wish that you would have been like, "Yeah," and I'm just crazy, like you know. <laughs> so it's like and I'm just crazy, like for that. more moments like this. <laughs> Crazy, that's it. That's cool. Can you imagine? That's awesome. <laughs> hey, dog. How are you doing? This is so nice. This is uh, uh, it's so nice. Finally, yeah, this is months in the making. This is I like know. years in the making, really. You know, technically. Yeah. Well, we didn't want to do it this way. We wanted well, to normally, do it in yeah, person. we try to go see people in person, but that's yeah. So now we get to we get to do it the digital oh. way. I love it. I know. This is good. I feel yeah. like there's just a whole bunch of virtual hug love yeah. happening oh, yeah. right oh, now. Yeah. So <laughs> right, I'll take it. Uh, it's such a long time. So we uh, we've got about an hour this evening. So I want to get into it. Do you have you have your beers with you or beer or whatever you're drinking? Beer. What is that? <laughs> so it's, it's, of course. It's water. <laughs> Mostly water. What do you got? What do you crack? You, I was hoping you'd do some of your collabs, the cloud water stuff. I want to talk about that too. Oh, right? you mean like this year? Oh, no. She knew. Yes. Oh, you also mean like <laughs> this year? <laughs> I didn't think it would be a hard decision for you to. And so uh, to listen, before, before when I was getting ready for this, right, I was like, okay, so what am I going to drink? And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to drink my shit. Yeah. But then I thought for a second, I was like, Okay, is that like whack to drink your own no, shit? No, 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 no. Like no. a thing? Yeah. No, not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. I feel like if you didn't, it'd be a missed opportunity. 
Yeah. I didn't even yeah. think I needed so to say I'm it. drinking our shit, you know? <laughs> hey. you I'm glad you got a lot of them as well, because they would have had to ship it over, right? To get it to you? Yeah, so you got a decent ah, amount. Yeah. Okay, good. I good. did. I was able to spread the love, and it was great. Fantastic. And Cloudwater awesome. is just like, yeah, an amazing brewery, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's right. Um, they are. My people's over there. Good fucking good. just solid people. I think like in this space, in a lot of spaces, it's really hard to find like genuine, real people. And that team is just made up of incredible individuals who give a shit about the world and each other. And it's really refreshing to work with them. So yes, they are an incredible team. They make good beer, yeah. uh, but they are, they are incredible people and we are proud and honored to work with them. That's oh, so that. good. That's so good. Do you want to, while you're pouring it, um, I know it's kind of sort of skipping ahead. Do you want to maybe just tell how, tell the story of how that came about? Mm-hmm. And before you yeah, do that, yeah. we are crushing uh, Towns, Doom Boys, uh, Dry Hops. Come on, come on my damn face. Come on. There we go. Thanks. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, Pilsner, Dry Hop Pilsner. These guys are, uh, are good friends of ours and uh, they're also big supporters of all the movement and such. Like not every brewery is. So I want to make sure that we are supporting those who uh, support us. Who support us. Support yeah. the people. Right, cool. There you go. We're doing the photos as we go. Yeah, so how did that come about, Tisha? It's just, it's super cool. So we wanted to do something um, that was traditional. Um, I told you before, but I am a bit of a traditionalist. (laughs) (laughs) You did tell me that. uh, Traditional beer. And when we talked about what we wanted to do um, in terms of our collaboration, we just talked about tradition and what that meant and what that looked like this time of year. Okay. Um, and so, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people who find, you know, Marzen and Fest beer to be appropriate for this time of year. Of um, and so, you know, when we talked, it was like, okay, we want to do something that is traditional, but we also want to talk about what creating new tradition looks like. Mm. And so um, that was a lot of the conversation and the reasoning behind doing uh, the Marzen and the Fest beer. Um, bringing in traditions old and traditions new. Hmm. Um, and so it was really just to kind of kick off and start the conversation of bridging those gaps uh, between old traditions, new traditions, and what we all bring to this culture. Um, so very simple, but beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Uh, this is the fest beer. It is absolutely amazing. What um, is the difference between a fest beer and a mazen, if you don't mind Explain. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know much about this. I love it. Like a Fespier and a Marzen is like a Marzen and <laughs> drink it. And it's oh, great. great. Really deep. That's deep. That's yeah, deep. deep. <laughs> a little deep for y'all. I, yeah. like, I feel like y'all can pick it up and that's cool. <laughs> Um, so it. no, the Fespier, I'm actually going to pour them both. So we can see um, oh, nice. Both. You can see the difference. We can double fist on here, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, ain't no, uh, ain't no rule against that. All right. Yeah, I love that. I like that they uh, like. Why did you do two collabs instead of one at the time? I guess that's, uh, I guess it's maximize. So we're actually doing a series. Um, okay. It ah. won't be just one release, two releases. Um, we're gonna continue to drop with Cloudwater. Okay. Um, most of our partners, we decide to do um, long-term partnerships. Um, when you think about collaborations, right? Um, oh, I just wanted to show you guys the color. Oh, it's a little dark. Uh, okay, yeah. More so amber. that's like the amber, more gorgeous. like amber, right? Yeah. Yes. Mazes yeah. are so good. Um, so when you think about collaborations, you think, um, yeah, all right, we're going to go to this brewery. We're going to pull up. We're going to bring our people. We're going to pour the hops and the boil. And we're going <laughs> to take a picture, and then we're going to go home, and then that's it, right? Yeah. Um, when we think collaborative work, it is relational, right? And so it's ongoing. It's not something that happens one time and then it's done, or it's not a picture opportunity and then it's done. It's continuous relationship building work together on an ongoing basis. Um, And so we wanted to, to do that. Um, this is the work, you know what I mean? The relationship is not, you know, just liquid focused. Yeah. Um, we have more meaning and impact behind what we're doing. Um, obviously, you know, we're a nonprofit and so these are charity beers. Um, so it 
it needs continuous work in order to make, you know, our mission work. Um, and so they're committed to, you know, ongoing work internally and externally. Nice. That's great. It's a partnership more than anything. Yeah, it's not yeah. like just doing this like one-off fun collabs or whatever. It's yeah, it's something more deep and meaningful. And I, I like that. that. And that's actually like, even for us, when we're working with, on behalf of our clients, we work with other, say, influencers or um, just other people in general. We try to make it something long-term because you're just going to get more out of that, you know, than yeah. just like the one and done type deals. So, right. Yeah. No, that's very, very cool. So first well, of all, cheers. You. Pleasure. Cheers to you. Much. Uh... Did you hear my glass clink with Ooh. yours? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, this is good. Yes, it's really good, actually. Galaxy nice. Dry Hop Super Light, too. Only 4%. Dang. Obviously, you know, not, not, not exactly a cloud one fest, but, you know, isn't it? Hey, we do what we can. No. <laughs> no These guys are awesome. So, as far as your story, so I actually never really knew how everything came together. I feel like beer culture was just this, like, force. Incredible force. I was going to say, like, like, force. Yeah, yeah. It just came out. I felt like it came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, sure. my feed was just populated with everyone who was involved in the organization. Um, oh, Daniel Vancouver's here. What Cheers, up, bro? Daniel. Cheers, bro. Um, so, yeah, do you want to maybe give us a bit of a TLDR on how Beer Culture came together and uh, how, you know, and now you are, because there was sort of a bit of a switch from your husband to yourself, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So how that came about too, because that's it's super interesting. Sure. Um, so basically, uh, Beer Culture started with my husband and I. Um, it was more so his baby. Um, he had just started his journey in beer uh, after our son passed away. Um, and so he would have this mission of getting me to like beer. Um, at that point, I didn't. Um, I was more of a mixed drink girl. Yeah. Um, I like things that were really sweet. Um, and beer is, you know, not. So. <laughs> I mean, it can be, but mostly not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I started to kind of taste things like fruit beers that were a little on the sweeter side. And so it got me a little, a little wet. Um, that sounded really bad. Yeah, it that's got me really interesting. That's going to be the, 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 the clip that, that we actually yeah. cut for the promo. Like, it's like <laughs> 10 seconds and that's it. I'll send it to you. No <laughs> I can see it. Oh, really? A little wet. <laughs> That's all about headlines, Steve. It's all about that. Y'all yeah. ain't right. <laughs> so anyway, it got me into it. It was something that I liked. And I was like, okay, I can buy this. I can drink this. Um, and so after, you know, kind of drinking it ourselves, we started Googling and looking for places where we could go and actually enjoy it. Cause you know, you go to the bar and you can get, you know, your whiskey or whatever it is that you drink, but people who like aren't into craft beer, don't go to a bar and be like, yeah, you know, let me get what, whatever craft you have on tap, you know, yeah. that just wasn't a thing for us. Um, and so, you know, you Google and you found that there were these spaces called breweries and tap rooms and, you know, shit like that. And so I was like, okay, so maybe we should start going to these places and, you know, see what they have to offer. Um, and so we did that. And obviously, you know, you guys have been to breweries and tap rooms and sometimes they're not as colorful as you would like. More times. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you go to the space, there's, there's nothing crazy in terms of like you know how the people treat you you go and you order what you like um you know they're friendly and they give you what you want and then you go sit in the corner and you drink your beer and then you leave yeah um and that's pretty much you know the experience that you have at least that was the experience for us and, and many other people who look like us right um and so we started to wonder kind of why that was and then that's how beer culture was born uh just out of the need to have space for people of color. Mm -hmm. um, by people of color, I mean black people, I mean African-Americans, I mean Hispanic people, I mean all people of color. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started to, you know, put on events, take beer to places where it wasn't. And, you know, we were in strip clubs, you know? We brought beer there. We mm -hmm. were at the regular club. We brought beer there. We were at car shows. We brought beer there and kind of had people sample them and try it. And they loved the shit. Mm -hmm. um, and from there, we kind of, you know, uh, people were like, oh, my God, they got beer in the club. <laughs> Look at these people, you know, they're drinking beer. Why is nobody doing that? <laughs> right. Um, and we kind of, you know, 
grew a voice, so to say, from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we started uh, 2017, 2017. Is that um, old? Just blew up, yeah. Wow, I, kinda, I, I was kind of expecting like a lot earlier than that. That's crazy how much you guys have done in such a short time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then can you grab the thing there? This bad boy came out. No, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's from where we pulled it from our beer shelf. <laughs> oh, yes. And this was something that was like, you guys like hustled this, like, you know, I do music and this was reminding me of how rappers hustle with the way you guys got it on the Amazon bestseller. Yeah, you just went out to all the yep. stores that were stuck in it. It was everywhere. Breweries were stuck yeah, in it. Yeah, everywhere. And yeah. it's self-published. Like, you just did it. You just yeah. did it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I loved it. I just, I just, I hadn't seen anything really like it before. I didn't even know if I talked to you when we caught that. Um, I was just really curious, and I and and the the fact that so Dom, your husband, wrote the book probably around that time, or was it? I think maybe twenty. Was it twenty eighteen? I can't remember. The year. It was the next year. The next yeah. year. Okay, okay, yeah. And that was just documenting. It was doc- he tells all about the story and how he got into it and found Guinness and right. how that took him on his journey because he was originally from New York. Are you from New York as well? Or are you from Florida? Uh, born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, hey. Hey. Yes. BX all day. <laughs> <laughs> we watch Jesus and Mero. We know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are the best things yeah. ever yeah. happened. I love them mm-hmm. so much. Um, okay, so the book came out, and that really sort of did that sort of raise your like. Where did the profile start to raise? Yeah, like, like the momentum what, there. Like, where you was just, it just baby steps, or was there like a, a, a one big thing, or what was the? Deal? It wasn't one big thing. Um, it just it just happened. Really, it was kind of like a small escalation, just creeping up to the next to the next. Um, and the momentum just, it hadn't slowed down since, you know, we started. Um, That's like sustained effort, right? Kind of like, that's technically the best way to grow is that like, you just keep putting, you're persistent, you keep putting forth effort and then, you know, it catches. And I'm wondering like, because of this, you're going to say, you're saying like, we're going to strip clubs, we're going to clubs and we're doing all this. I'm so curious, like, how did people receive that? And how did you explain it to them? You know, because I just think like black people have such an interesting relationship with beer and it's right. different in the United States than it is even from here. Like for us, like Canadians, we're mainly Jamaican for the most part, yeah. I'd say. Sorry, in Toronto, yeah. like that. a lot of us are Jamaican. And uh, in the end, we get exposed to it at barbecues, beer specifically at barbecues, and mostly sure. Heineken's and Red mm-hmm. Stripes. And like there's and like, Guinness too, and right? some Guinness too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guinness is supposed right. to be good for us and mm-hmm. yeah, it helps with pregnant women and sure. stuff like that. So, but yeah, what's the relationship and how, what were people thinking when you were bringing around these types of beers? Yeah, yeah, it's wild because, you know, you get the response that you would expect. In my in my mind, I think about, like, when I think about my relationship with beer, I think about my grandfather who would drink it every morning, you know, before work. He oh, all right. So it's right into it. Go to the refrigerator <laughs> and go get his drink and you bring it to him, right? And so you would do that. And right. so, you know, you would smell it or you'll taste it as a kid and you'll be like, yeah, this shit's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so when we brought it to these spaces, it was like, all right, here, we're going to get you to sample this beer. You tell me what you think. And off back, people were like, yep, I don't want to try that. Beer is nasty. It's yeah. like this. I'm good. Y'all can keep it. Right. And so it's like, listen, this is not the beer that you're used to. And that's kind of mm-hmm. where that terminology came from. Because yeah. it's not, when you think about beer, you think about the OEs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, literally liquid piss. Is yeah, it's yeah. horrible. This is not yeah. that. This is handcrafted made. You know what I'm saying? Different ingredients, different uh, flavor profiles. It's really good. And so when you break it down for what it is, then you kind of get, you know, the barriers that are breaking down. Like, okay, I'll try it. It's like, all right, what do you like? Okay, I got something that tastes like that or something that's similar to that. And then they'll kind of give you a chance to sample it. And then from there, they're like, okay, where can I go get this now? You know, and then that becomes another conversation. Right. Did you, uh, like, I know you're also good friends with uh, Tio and Benny at Crowns of Hops, and he was telling us that one of the main uh, hurdles to overcome, to follow up from that when you just uh, said that, you know, now where do I get it? He was like, right. there wasn't good beer in the hood, in, in, the, in those stores. People were, weren't trying to sell the African-American uh, communities, like, actual good shit. Like, they weren't distributing there. So how did you sort of, like, get around that with the people that you were trying to get on board? Because they probably would, you know, have to send if them they out like of the way. It, they would go and get it, right? They would figure it out. Okay. Um, but then this is part of the conversation that we're having, because why, why isn't good beer in, in these markets? Why can't I right. go right to my corner store and get something good to drink? 
And so when we were having a lot of these conversations with like distributors and, and people like that, it was like, well, you know, they, they don't drink it. Well, mm -hmm. what, what gives you that, <clears throat> that information? Where did you get that from? You know, what makes you say that? How do you know? Have you put it in there before? Mm -hmm. And so we had an event, um, March 6th, I want to say 2018, um, at a place called Chief Creoles um, in downtown St. Pete. Um, it's a completely black district. It's a restaurant. They serve um, like soul food. And we had New Belgium come in. We had them bring their beer. And when I tell you, people were lit up for it. You know what I'm saying? And so now they carry their beer in their establishment. Mm. What you have to do is take it there. It's really that simple. If it's good, people will buy it. Right. period you have to market it though you have to put it there you can't just say well they're not going to buy it before even you know giving it a chance yeah right it's just assuming that there's certain tastes prescribed to like certain areas or certain types of people right. or whatever which i guess it's that's also very interesting because it's just like is that just all black neighborhoods because even so it's like just because the neighborhood is considered multicultural doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be in a certain economic status all the time but is right. it that craft beer is just being focused on like say hips like a hipster demographic or something is that just what it is it's like they're focusing right. okay it's in, it's interesting in that way i don't because we don't really i feel like you'd be the same here you're not gonna go to jane and finch in toronto that's the thing like, yeah and um, it's, it's interesting that they just do that they're just like oh people are of this certain color and this people they're not just gonna want us so we're just not gonna stop and they don't even try mm -hmm. so you have to have this full external party come in right. and then in the end you make money for an industry and end up helping in the economy because there's a blind spot that people don't see based on their own assumptions. Hence the success. That you guys and then have. you get the success. Very right. So then the next stage of it, so your husband kind of, I imagine it was the last year probably from memory. Um, he kind of stepped back from the company and early then this early this year it was okay. I feel like well, was that who, just this year. Yeah. Who has any concept of time yeah. anymore? Right? <laughs> It's a mess. Yes. Well, this year has literally been like five years. <laughs> it's been five years long. At least. So, yeah, that's yeah. Where we're at. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then prior to that, correct me if I'm wrong, beer culture, was it a nonprofit already or that's something that you formally did this year? Okay. That is something that we formally did this year. So okay. we were a um what do you call it? lifestyle brand. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Lifestyle brand. What the hell is that? I don't know, but that's what we were <laughs> at the time. Okay. <laughs> and then you took over and you've turned it into this non profit. Now was that something right. you always like where did that idea come from? What was, you know, for that as a relatively left turn on that, you know? Yeah, because lifestyle is like everything. You can just fold everything into it. And then nonprofit is like, no, we want to zero in and do good in this area. Yeah, for us, it wasn't. Um, I mean, we are community focused in our life. I think, um, you know, growing up in the Bronx, you know, you kind of meet everybody. Like, it's a big melting pot just of people. And you care about the people who are around you. And so that's just what we were used to. Mm. Um, we've we've always been community focused. We've run, you know, food pantries and food banks in, in our lives. We've, you know, lived in project areas just so that we can help families who live there. Like, our entire life is a mission to, to help our people, period. Mm. Um, and so with this, it's just another opportunity to help more people. It just made perfect sense. Okay, we're doing this work already. We weren't getting paid for, for anything that we were doing. Any, everything that we were doing was funded out of our pocket. Um, so this is hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of four years of just putting into the community. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's the same thing now. It's, it's still, you know, self-funded, but at the same time, now it's not. Now, as a nonprofit organization, everybody can play a part. Everybody can take, you know, action mm -hmm. in terms of giving back to the community that we love. Um, and so it just made perfect sense to to do it this way and write people along the journey to whereas, you know, it's not just us anymore. We don't have to carry the torch. You know, it, it isn't about one single person. It's it's a community thing. And so everybody gets to take part and be a part of the change. It just made sense to do it this way. Okay. So then what changed as far as the activities from the, I guess it went from sort of like educating communities who were sort of, perennially ignored and for being served craft beer to actually 
financially giving back. You've got the backpack program for the the kids going back to school and stuff. Yeah, the um, scholarship. Yes, the scholarship, yeah. the job board. The job board yeah. is just It's insane. so genius. It's yeah, so, it's, yeah. like, could you maybe talk about some of the activities you yeah. guys do? Because it's, like, it is so... It's just so it, many things. I'm just like, damn, yeah. it's just, like... It's so cool. Because yeah, you're very, making very it cool. real different. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. the tweets, yeah. right? So, the first wild. of the list, we do all the things. We do all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very well. And very well, too. <laughs> Um, so no, we did the, um, the back to school backpack drive, Mm -hmm. um, just because it was like, okay, uh, breweries, like they, they tend to think, I don't know how to reach the people in in my backyard. I don't know how to do that. We think of it like this, you know, foreign thing to talk to people who are, you know, not in our space. And so I had to think about it as like kindergarten, right? You go to the playground and you see the kid outside and you say, hey, you want to play with me? And they're your friends, right? It's it's really that simple. And so when you formulate it like that, people are like, oh my God, okay, that's that's cool. I could do that. And so I was like, look, all you have to do is be a drop-off space and a pickup space for the people, right, in your backyard. Have people come in, donate supplies. That way you can authentically and organically connect with the people who are right there. Mm-hmm. When I tell you the responses that we got back was like, yo, the family right around the corner. Now they frequent here just because, you know, we we did a backpack drive. And it's like, man, it's really that simple. All you have to do is get outside sometimes and that's mm-hmm. it. You know? It's, it's not rocket science. It's something really simple that we all can do, and it's it's easy. And yeah. I I say that, and it it always it almost makes me cringe a little bit because it's it's not easy, but it is at the same time. It's not hard, and yeah. that's trying to communicate. It's not hard. People think it's hard to do, and it's not hard. It's, yeah, it's very simple. just go outside, be human. That's it. Right. It is very simple when you say it that way. Yeah. yeah it's that's the thing. But it's like nobody knows where to start. That, and that's the which I guess is that's where you're coming in yeah you're showing people where to start and on top of that right. I didn't even think of that correlation between hey tell family that we're doing the drive people like yeah I want to I want to donate to that oh this bridge place is cool and then now they're regulars like you're yeah. actually by giving yeah. back to the community these breweries are now have an additional customer yeah and also doing what they're supposed mm-hmm. to do which breweries are supposed to be for the community community hubs right community focus yeah in the first place. And so that's exactly what, what this is meant to be. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that was the, the backpack drive. The scholarship, yep. what's uh, what's up with that one? So scholarships is in partnership with Cicerone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they donate three scholarships for level one certifications, um, and that's on a quarterly basis. So nice. about 12 <clears throat> applications per year. Um, and that's for Cicerone certification level one. So that's your certified beer server. Um, so what that looks like is we allow you to take the beer savvy course, um, which is a $200 value. Uh, and then at the end of the course, you can test for the certified beer server certification. Mm-hmm. Um, with the class, it makes it more successful than just going in and taking the test without knowing mm. anything behind it. Um, that's level one. And then beer culture funds, uh, certification level two. So these is for people who have already passed level one and they want to take their education a step further, um, and do actual certified Cicerone. Mm. Um, and so that's roughly about a thousand dollars per candidate. Um, we just launched, uh, last quarter. So this is our second round of applications that we're on now. So that's super exciting. Nice. Uh, so we've got our first rounders who are going through classes and testing now, and that's then so we're nice. getting the applications in for a round two. Mm. Exciting stuff for the for the people who are into that you know piece that's of education. Well, it's, it's great because you creating mm-hmm. you create jobs with yeah. that, right? Like that's yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Is that for people of color or is it for anyone? Correction, because maybe not. It depends because some people, some people care about, you know, having that and some people don't. Sometimes it helps you, sometimes it don't. Mm. So I like to be like a little careful. Um, I just say it in a way to where, make it for you. Don't make it because you're trying to get a job. Uh, Because you want to learn more Mm -hmm. and this is going to help you. If you get the job and this helps you get the job, that's just a bonus. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah. no, that's fair. And then the next step, obviously, is the job board. So you're essentially connecting 
um, available brewery jobs across the country or internationally. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We got some in Canada. That's what we got Sick. Everywhere. Yeah. And it's and then also you've got the candidates coming in, and typically you're serving. I imagine it would be sort of for anybody, but it's primarily for the people who are just like the communities who are ignored being served. This is the people who aren't always involved in that conversation to actually work at a brewery. So right. maybe you want to talk about that because that wouldn't. That's what I've seen when you've shared the the people who have tweeted you like, yo, I just got the. I applied. I was really nervous, and I went in and I got the job. I start on Monday, like and, yeah. and like it's yeah. there's so many of those things. I mean, imagine the joy that must bring you for for seeing that. It's so cool. Yeah, it's exciting. So, um, <clears throat> Dooch and I actually talked about uh, some kind of job board years ago, um, and I had it in my phone in my notes, ah. like all of the ideas that you have. Yes, <laughs> and that's just what it is. And so uh, Chris Johnson, he is uh, the co-owner at Green Bench. He texted me one night and he was like, you know, we need to come up with some kind of something because I'm just tired of this being an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) But the way he wrote it in the caps, he was yelling, right? (laughs) It was like I sent him a screenshot of my note that I wrote that time ago and I was like, we need to go ahead and do this. Um, and so we had the job board up, I think maybe two days after we talked about it through text. Um, it was it was wild because it was nothing like really hard or complicated to do. It was like, okay, we're just going to make this space. We have all of this traffic coming to our website. We have people checking in all the time. We have, you know, our target demographic, who who's here. We have, you know, the craft beer industry who's checking in to see, you know, what's going on. And so why not just create a space where people can post jobs, people can post resumes, and then we can kind of, you know, connect them in some way. Um, and so the first day I put it up, I think we got one submission and I was like, see, nobody's going to use this. They whack for that. (laughs) (laughs) We got like two submissions and it was like, okay, so they might use it. Okay. (laughs) And then by like day three, we had 10 submissions and it was like, okay, Uh this is cool. People are going to use this. Um, and after our first week, we already started getting emails with, oh my God, I've been applying for jobs for a year. Nobody's reached out to me. And now they're reaching out to me. I get my pick of a job. You know, the stories have just been crazy. So again, just something extremely simple, but is is life-changing ultimately, um, you know, for the people who benefit from it. Yeah. And it just solves, you're just solving so many problems. And I think that's what's so interesting (laughs) because like, obviously we know diversity in the tap room is an issue. But it's right. also an issue when you look behind the tap room, right? So you don't see it often when from in any roles, usually in the right. craft room. Yeah. Um, Canada, same thing. So it's just, but the whole thing was like, oh, nobody's applying. That was like, we, when the we speak to excuse, people, right? the biggest excuse was just right. nobody's applying. And you were like, hey, here you go. Like here are the actors <laughs> there. They're, they're applied. If you go on the website right now, you'll see a list of, you know, different states and places where I actually have resumes locked and loaded in the vault. So... That's not an excuse anymore. There's yeah. no more, I can't find anybody. What state are you in? Okay, great. I'll send a load of candidates to your yeah. email and there you can take right. your pick. Yeah. So the way that it works then, the breweries, and just want to make this clear for anybody watching or listening who are involved in a brewery or work at a brewery or own a brewery, doesn't matter right. where you are, if you're in North America, which is primarily our audience, you can put any of your available jobs up on the Beer Culture Job Board and you have... A, a list of all the candidates can go in and register. They put in their, the different jobs they're interested in, their skill levels, and the system will match the jobs, uh, the, the available candidates with the job offer. Is that correct? So I am the system. Okay. <laughs> I will Your system. work you're okay. doing, my Ooh. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're okay. working. You're working. That makes more sense because yeah. I was going to say that's a pretty intense, intense system right there. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah you'd have you know, to match. I look at every resume. Mm. I look at every application and then I match them with what brewery owners are looking for. So you just so, send it yeah. out. So it's, it's almost like the job seeker just chucks it up there and they're like, all right, they, do they sit back and be idle or can they be proactive as well? 
So the job seeker would submit the resume. Um, if I have someone who inquires, I'll email them and let them know, hey, this person inquired about your resume. I'm going to send it to that person because it's their personal information. They should know what's happening with it, right? Yeah. So I send it to them. Mm -hmm. I let them know, hey, I get the green light to go ahead and send it. So I send it to the person looking for it. And mm -hmm. then I do like a group email. That way they can connect and we know what's happening at the same time. Okay. Is that just to make sure that it's all on the up and up type of thing or is just to make yeah. to answer some questions or just so they don't yeah, okay, okay. So everyone's behaving. Yeah. So I am very <clears throat> um I don't, there's a term for it. So I, I like to be in everything because this is my baby. I, I just want to know everything and I want to know that it's working and I want to know that you're doing what you say you're going to do, right? Yeah. And so when I send the email and I connect people to you, I want to know that you're reaching out to them. Your hands on. Your hands on. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, I just want to make sure that the conversation is happening and we are on the up and up. Uh, one of my like pet peeves is the whole lip service thing. We've been doing that for a really long time, mm -hmm. and I don't entertain it. And so, if you know, if that's what you're about, if this is a cool thing for you, you probably shouldn't email or you know fill out anything because I will probably blast you a little bit. Like we don't need that. <laughs> um, you know, these are these are people's lives, uh, and yeah. I take that extremely seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I want people to to take that seriously as well. If you're not serious about it then play somewhere else gotcha now that makes a lot of sense so have you actually seen any being that you've been doing this over time i know it's only been the non-profit this year where you've been able to execute on a lot of these programs have you seen any i guess tangible changes in at the very least probably i would imagine one of the strongest um uh impacts you've had is in your backyard probably in your community is that accurate because you're physically there well, is it is that not true at all? No, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's um, so you know, yeah, we're here. Uh, I personally am hands on in events here, um, but we've got board members everywhere, pretty right? much all over. We have volunteers all over, and so I'm calling on people. If you say you volunteer your time, okay, great. I've got work to do. Right, right. Great. This is exciting. We got this. Okay. Uh, and so, yes, we are extremely hands-on. Every volunteer, every board member, everybody who is involved is dedicated to seeing through real change. So the change that we are seeing, yes, um, it is extremely impactful on all bases. Um, from the, you know, the give back drive in terms of the backpacks uh, affecting, you know, families during COVID mm -hmm. to uh, right now we're partnered with Green Bench, um, which is hyper local. Um, but we like to do a lot that's national so that other people can get involved. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was more curious if you'd seen the change like as in like you know you've gone to this brewery every other month and i'm obviously things are different now like we were saying earlier. Yeah, but you know what i'm saying I, physically yeah, watching question, the people they both either side of the bar change type of thing no <clears throat> not um, yet. okay i don't think it is going we're going to physically see that at least till five years okay um, i don't time. expect to physically see that like in my face and in your face and in anybody else's face at least five years from now because what you have is a brewery who hires the one black person right so you guys a token black person in the brewery yeah um we need that to happen several times and that's going yeah. to take months and years and you know lots of commitment that's not going to happen you know right now that's not going to happen this year it's not going to happen next year uh, gotcha. it's going to take several years Right. Yes. Yeah, it's true to see the actual real change because it does take significant change and a, a whole shift. And Correct. even on the on the brewery <clears throat> side of things, the problem I know is that they've always hired people. They tend to hire people. People actually just tend to hire people who look like them. That's just what it is. Yeah. And because the industry itself is dominated by one specific figure, it just trickles down throughout the entire brewery. So there also almost needs to be more black breweries that are owned by you know black owned breweries in order to kind of expedite that even faster than that yes and we know there are a lot of hurdles to that as well yeah. in terms of access to capital yeah. Um, yeah. but this is i think it's still a great start because if you start seeing two or three more people in there that are working there and then they yeah. start bringing their friends in it's all about exposure right yeah. yeah and then once yeah. you get the exposure yeah. you just you're not going to turn back just like what you said you're at the club mm -hmm. and you give it to someone they're like all right okay 
but they need to taste it they need to be there they need to be exposed to it in order to in order to increase it so i love it it's like groundwork to kind of yeah, yeah. Like foundation. Yeah, it's exactly foundation work. Yeah. I imagine as well that even just play, I didn't think of it like this, but from what you're saying, the, you know, people uh, ref, uh, refer their friends and stuff. Yeah. I imagine it'd be like some, it'd be someone of color in a brewery who would save the white brewery owner from making a dumbass mistake, like the H&M coolest monkey yeah. and shit. And then they'll be yeah. like, yo, okay, so it is beneficial to have people <laughs> of all walks of life in the brewery. Okay. And then maybe their mind is changed by that one token person yes. and then that now that brewery is like oh no 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 i'm not going to get another steve with a beard i'm going to get you know right yeah and in else. all aspects it's like okay yeah. i need to get Absolutely. more just different people mm-hmm. like everyone who looks different i get a black person i should get a latinx person i should yes. get a nation like the benefit of having people that are different from you and have different perspectives which will also actually just make your beer more interesting too so when you think yes. about it, when you start bringing more Spicy cultures in, then you start being like, oh, what's soursop, for example? I don't know. Yes. That's, that's when you start like, getting the... Hmm? Yes. I am waiting for somebody to do a coquito beer. Coquito? <laughs> so, oh, no. oh, We didn't know that. What's that? Here? Yeah, what is okay, it? Okay, great. So coquito is, um, it's, a, it's in the Spanish culture. So my family is from San Pedro Sula, Honduras. Okay, and cool. so we have this drink. It's called coquito. You make it with rum. And so it's, um, evaporated milk, uh, coconut milk, cinnamon, nutmeg, uh, rum, and what else? Shit. I can't think of it right now. But anyway, it's like a milky, it's almost like eggnog, um, mm. but a lot better because eggnog is kind of eh. Coquito is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But yes. Um, I actually uh, made some last night and took it uh, to my job for for some folks to try out there. Nice. So, but Coquito is amazing, and somebody here and then give me my props. Don't be saying you came up with that <laughs> right now on being and I said Coquito. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a collab. We're gonna play this back to make sure, but that's a play. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a collab waiting to happen. That's you have to do that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, things like that. Things, yeah. yeah, things like that. Oh, let me grab the yeah. The next beer. Yeah, I'll be back. The next beer. Um, no, that see that is that is so sick. And I feel like yeah, what you're doing is just creating that foundation to be able to to do that type of stuff. So you guys, okay. So it explains the the Green Bench connection because I know you did. Uh, I think it was wasn't there like a Pilsner collab you guys did. You've yeah, done a bunch did, of collabs. Um, You've done quite a few. Pills. Yes, and that seems like a regular thing that. Um, yeah, it's um, called Culture Chronicles. Uh, we did two volumes, so volume okay. one and volume two. Um, that beer benefited uh, an organization here called uh, Building Beds. Um, so they are a local organization where um, families are still sleeping on the floor, believe it or not. Damn. And so, like, these uh, kids and families that we were able to help are literally, like, right here. Um, and so the team, um, like, my husband and my son, they go and they volunteer time there and help build beds. Um, wow. So That's actually so cool. took so the cool. entire team and went to build beds. Um, and then we did the beer in order to benefit that organization. That's um, so cool. So we love Green Bench. That's that's our family. Period. You yeah. know, that's that's my family. That's the same there. thing about building like real partnerships, though. Yeah. And, like, these are like yeah. Not... I feel like no one really does that though. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't think, think I've that seen you see that really. Like we've done a bunch of collabs with breweries and stuff, and we've sort of done the same one every year. Or well, like, we're not partnering different with me, variants. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just doing it for the fuck of it. We're doing the exact smile with the hops in and shit. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said that, and I was like, oh, you. Mean I was like, us? oh, you mean. <laughs> but it's All like. Right, a little bit yeah come on <laughs> we're like, there the we go. In. We're and like look that's oh, all well and good it. and it's cool it's a marketing effort really is all that is like there's not really much else to it sure. um sure. but i like the idea of, of of doing something deeper yeah and um i know it's just more interesting now now you're sort of really talking about it i've never really thought of that like when tip was saying before about like for our other for our business that's what we do if we partner with for our clients with an influencer or something. Um, you, we want to do them over time because you get to sort of work with them more. Their audience sees uh, the company more and, and it builds on it. And it's the exact same thing with this. And then if you incorporate like some sort of charitable aspect, which you guys have been doing, it right. makes it like just a, a more interesting experience and yeah. like I said, more meaning. And I guess there's only so many like 
pictures you can take like to me it's more real um and that's not to take away from you know people who just go for the for the fun of it and and pour you know the hops and take the pictures that's real to you like that's what you guys do and that's what you enjoy but what's real to me looks differently um and i think i think it's important to to note that as well because i don't want people to watch this and be like oh you know there's the fun police everything It's not that, but yeah. for what we're trying to do, yeah. it has to be meaningful and there has to be impact. And so it's important for that to be there. For, you know, what you're doing, it may look differently. And for whatever, whoever else is doing, it may look differently. And so mm-hmm. be you. Like, that's that's the thing. That's the message. Like, be 100% whoever your authentic self is. Whoever that person is, you show up as that person every day. This is who I am authentically. This is who beer culture is, right? You show up as who beer and other shit is, you know, as who Tiff is, as who Craig is. You show up as yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that. Like, we don't got to put on out here. And I think that's important because, like, I work in corporate America, right, where you got to go and you got to be like... Hello, thank you yeah. for coming. <laughs> okay, bye. You know, you don't want to have to do that. I yeah. come to work every day as Tish. I'm not Leticia. I'm Tish when yeah. I'm at work, you know? And you should be whoever you are. Um, that's that's important. You shouldn't have to, you know, mold and, and fit the mold. We should be able to come in and, and be who we are. And I think I think that's important. And that's what makes the shit go. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I know that. I got no, no, it's, it's no, real. That's, that's this right, is what yeah. I want. With yeah. those gems, you know? <laughs> Um, speaking of that, we want, want to, we save this one actually for a special. Oh, come on, there we go. There you go. This uh, this is one from a brewery here called Sir John, and repping it in the uh, the crowns of half glassware. I don't know if that's going to okay. come through. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any beer culture. Like uh, that clean glassware. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm hey. trying to get that. Yeah. So unfortunately, in Quebec, did you guys participate in anything like this, or do you have any thoughts? We didn't. No. Do you have um, any thoughts either so way? here's my thoughts. Um, I don't. Cheers. Have any As you're double fisting, there you yes. go. All right. Oh, I heard the quake. I heard it. I think black and beautiful is a beautiful thing. Okay. Um, black is beautiful all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my concern um, and why we didn't participate in a black is beautiful because I, I think this is important to say yeah. is because we didn't feel as though connecting with the brewery on that level just for a one time we're gonna donate is is gonna be meaningful for us. Gotcha. That's same not same what thing. We do. Okay. Yeah. Um, what we do is partnership, long lasting. Mm-hmm. We want to be one hundred percent committed. Um, and so if you know when Black is Beautiful is coming out, I did this long video about donating proceeds and making sure you are doing right by the people that you say you are going to help and assist. Um, and so love Black is Beautiful and the people who are truly committed to Black is Beautiful every day in real life. Um, but I wanted something to be more meaningful and real to us, and that just wouldn't have been. Um, gotcha. But cheers to, to, to you and, and the people who are doing good things, um, and uh, cheers to, to Marcus. I think, you know, what, what he came up with was dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you really stick to, you're consistent, and I think that's so important, it's, right? That, that's that just consistency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's your ethos. No, and it makes sense, and that is also... The, these guys actually, which is interesting, we had the con- oh no, not these guys. Sank Young, Sank Young. We had the conversation with them yeah. where they were like, "We don't want to just brew the beer and then we brew the beer." It's like, "Hey, we did our thing," and they're like, "How do right. we continue to make that?" Like they sat us down and asked. Yeah, us like we're even just asking like, us. We're not the geniuses. About we're not it, the geniuses. We actually just leverage the knowledge of like, here are people you can follow who are like doing good work here. Here's the things that we've seen. You know, like. You have partnerships, like say, for example, they have a guy that they work with who's a, um, a black man who does all the amazing meats for them, for example. And we're like, sure. maybe you can tell his story more and bring his story in and bring the people that Love are it. around him more, like things like that. If you want to, there are different ways to elevate. So don't make it the one off, like make a commitment where it's like, I'm even, if this means I can put more money in different people's pockets so I can empower them to do X, Y, Z, then that's the thing that you do. And or if it's donations or whatever that makes sense for the community. But yeah, it is it is true. And that was I like that they said that because I was like, I know there's gonna be this thing where it's like I did it's the black square. Right? Yeah. It's like yeah. the black square yeah. in the beer form. I was like, Okay, I did my thing, right? All right, I'm All good right. here. Yeah. I'm yeah. dead yeah. now. Bye. Yeah. Like fade into the yeah. Yeah. The back, yeah, that was always yeah, concerning because we were sort of judging. I don't know. I guess I understand. What I you did know. judge people. We only had, <laughs> but I was of... judging the white breweries. I wasn't judging any black person. But well, I was judging the breweries who didn't do it. I was like, yeah. hey, 
in Quebec, where like... we are in Montreal, Quebec, there was three breweries that did this beer in Ontario, where just from and my butt was that next in, in Toronto. There was like thirty. Mm-hmm. So there's more because there's like, like a stronger or something. Yeah, five hundred, seven hundred there. Between no, 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 that's not the country. Yeah. Oh, uh, seven hundred in Canada. Yeah, I think somewhere say say a thousand. Say mm-hmm. in Ontario is like two fifty, three hundred, and I think okay. in Quebec's like about the same. Okay. But three, and the only one that Tiff was talking about were the latest one that these guys were the second guys, and I can't speak to what they did as far as a follow up, but it was yeah, it was kind of disappointing, but also not not surprising. You know? Sure. And, but then again, you uh, you make good points as far as this isn't the be all and end all of giving back and actually making that real change, uh, right? Whether it's the hiring or community activities and stuff like that. I feel like it's just like it's such an interesting thing because you're 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 taking so much weight. Um, I always very much admired what you guys are doing and what Tio and Benny are doing. I guess before they were trained, I mean, still they're doing that work, but you guys were always in my eyes or our eyes, like the leaders of all this stuff. And it's, it's just so, it's, it's a, it's a large, not a burden, but it's a large thing to carry. It's a weight to a carry. Weight, that's the word. Thank is, you. Yeah. Because you, you're trying to convince, like, I feel like when people have, I've seen it online, I'm stomach turns when I see people. Like I saw someone, there was a, another brewery, a friend of ours, and he hit us up because he, he does barrel aged only and he wasn't able to participate in black is beautiful. So he's like, look, I made a special thing and I want to call it fuck racism. It's, and he's going to pick up basically the exact same content right I saw someone yeah yeah right someone still someone still turned it into an all lives matter thing on my friend's post on Nathan Nathan said to say hi to you by the way um (laughs) he was my contact person and I love him he's absolutely amazing and so yeah I just want to take a minute to shout out Nathan that's the homie hey yeah hey Nate he's the sweetest man I've ever met yeah he's yeah. Uh, so he posted the fuck racism beer and some dickhead turned it into an all lives matter I'm like I couldn't because when I spoke to Sean from Small Pony about yeah, it he ran right. it and I was like honestly bro like if you're concerned because they you know they're a bunch of whiteies and they didn't really know how to approach it so I'm like look you believe this are you there Tish? Oh, you froze we froze for a sec that's it yes we got you okay. Okay, I don't know what was happening it's Skype okay. it's the usual yeah. internet stuff so he was like, <laughs> he was like, he didn't know, he was like, he wanted to be a part of it. He believed in it. He's like, I want to participate. But all the people, him as, as a white man, all the staff obviously were a, a white folk. And he didn't know what the right moves were. I feel like there was a, there was a large confusion. And I, when he showed us the artwork, we were like, there's nothing anybody can say. It says fuck racism. Like yeah. if you're going right. against that, literally you're, you know what you are. So, and to see that one dude turn it into that, for fuck's sake, I, I was, it's, it's, it's the point being is that this is just a, a large weight on your shoulders that you deal every day. And I feel like it takes a real special people to be able to keep pushing forward and like be so focused in your mission. In your mission. Yeah. And you don't even, you know, you're just going to like, fuck off, fuck off. Like I'm doing my thing, bro. This is going to happen with or without you. It doesn't matter. And I just, I love that. And you guys, you really need to be applauded for that. It's just such a, I've seen a lot of other people sort of struggle with it who are part of it. I've seen people really sort of, you know, vent and sort of, but I don't see that from you. I don't see that from Tio and Benny. I just really think that you guys are sort of special, very special people who yeah. are able to do this and keep going back every single day and coming out to bat and just like never giving up. It's just much, much respect. I just think it's so, it's so cool. And I guess at the end of the day, the, the, the goal is, is, is what you're, you know, that that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Do, do you have an ultimate goal, actually? That's actually what I was just thinking when yeah. you were saying that too. Like, because we even said like in five years, that's when you hope that you, you start actually seeing things happen. But what would be like the grand vision for um, your I mean, culture? It would be able to walk into a space and there is just there's you know there's a beer with Indian spices somewhere. There's a beer like a Cosquito beer, you know, with the Spanish <laughs> flavor. There's you know like the Guinness, what Guinness is for Jamaicans. Like you know, there's just a bunch of different flavor, and you go in and there's a bunch of different colorful people vibing and laughing and enjoying and having a good time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you know diversity is this magical space that will just arrive at one day, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we are mission diversity. And one day it is just going to be diversified. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> over time, it's the, it's the everyday work, like the one person that gets hired at the brewery, right? So now when somebody goes to that brewery, they're going to be able to be like, yo, what's up, bro? I see you back there. <laughs> 
somebody that they can connect to. And then, yeah. you know, that person turns into a regular customer and then they start working there. And then, you know, it starts adding and building up from there. And so just the everyday work of progression excites me. Okay. Um, being able to put the people that I love, which is this community, into positions where they can make money and they can take care of their family and they can do what they love that excites me. Um, and so I don't think there's going to be like the magical destination, but it's just the everyday work that I get to do and the people who are on my team, I just want to shout them out because God bless them. We do a lot and we volunteer a lot of hours to see this shit through and to make sure that the shit is popping like it is. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Chris Johnson, yeah. shout out to AJ Kieran, shout out to Jasmine Old, shout out to Jay Smooth. Everybody is doing amazing work and dedicating hours mm. to make sure that this shit pops off for the people that we say we love because we say we love people but we don't do shit for them no get right. your people paid put your people on put them in position that's what you do for the people you love yeah. um so that's the, sh the shit that gets me excited i love, I love that so much it's the it's the inclusion part really that's what you're the diversity is one thing but you're getting the inclusion part so that eventually people can really build careers in this industry and that's yeah. just going to be a complete full effect down from there you know and i can't yeah. wait for the day like the person that you had that got the job on the beer culture board is the one yeah. that opens their own brewery because of this yeah. path and trajectory right because that's what everyone needs that's, need yeah. that's what's gonna happen yo i never thought of that actually. it's so cool that's so cool yeah yeah, yeah. so th is there like a um i guess like uh, uh like I want to see X, is there a number behind any end goal or it's not even, you don't even have the goal. You just like every day I need to do business. It's produce. not the goal. Our plan is very clear. I mean, like any business, there's a business plan that exists, right? But for us, it's not the X amount of numbers. Um, and I work in the sales world. And so one thing that kind of makes me a different type of manager is my, my employees are not numbers, right? Like these mm -hmm. are people to me and it's the same thing in this space like I don't I don't have a, a numerical goal of how many people I want to reach and how many lives I want to change nope you want to focus on the one life that one life matters you know and then going from there um that's just that's how I move that's that's how it is that's how this business will move right. um and that's that's what it is okay that makes sense I was, I was never really sure sort of if there was sort of like a, an end goal but I guess in this space it's kind of the work will continue it, I feel like it's yeah, absolutely. yeah. That's it. Period. There's, there's like no period. Period. Yeah. Period. With a period. T. With, with a big T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never really bang with this shit. I just I didn't get it. I feel like there's a cultural disconnect. Are they from Florida? Are they from Florida? City girls. Yeah, they're from Miami. They're from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miami's got a whole. Uh, That's a whole like. Miami. I feel like it's its own. Miami's world. its own world though. Like it's like its like, own world. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Is there a disconnect of culture almost like a bit of like a, from coming from New York and then going to Florida? Because it feels like I've been in like Florida just once. I don't think once, so. It's no? so funny. Like, that's why we, we kind of loved it here. Um, we drove down. Uh, my dad lives in Orlando. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so we came to visit him before we, we moved here. Um, and we left the kids with him and drove around to surrounding cities. So we went to Jacksonville. We came to St. Pete and fell in love. Um, St. Pete had a fucking record store, uh, downtown St. Pete. They had the crates outside Dang. and I was like, yo, <laughs> um, and so at that time, um, you know, our son passed away and we were just looking for, for something different. We needed something different as a family. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were like, look, we're, we're going to make the move. And so this feels like home. Like when you think about New York and just the vibe that you get, it feels like home. Like, these, these motherfuckers down here in Florida is crazy, but so is everybody in the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not a different level? Like, it's not a different level? It is. Okay. It is. They have this thing called, like, Florida Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah the Florida Man. Yeah, yes, it's a real thing, but that's okay. Like, it's it's a comfortable kind of crazy for me, and so okay. I, I, I fuck with it. That's all that matters. Okay. Yeah. So St. Pete. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Pete. It's called St. Yeah. Petersburg or just St. Pete? Isn't it? It's St. Petersburg, but okay, it's St. Petersburg. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's where we go when we come to visit. All right. Okay. Where, where is it in relation to, because I know Miami's down further south. Well, there's like in yeah. the middle. -ish. So we're north. Yeah. North. We're, we're a little further north. Um, okay. You know Tampa? I don't know Florida geography. but yeah, okay. Ish. Is that north of Orlando still? It is. Yes. Okay. So it's near yeah. there. Yes. Okay. It's like four, four hours. Yeah. Okay. There you go. 
What's the other? So they said there's Jacksonville. Is there another town that starts with J? It's, it's big. Maybe it's Jacksonville. I did this thing. I mean, in 2004, I lived in Toronto and I did like when I was mad young and did the like I did the Greyhound around all the way to Vancouver and then around uh, the states. And I went to Miami on the it's bus. Greyhound, you're crazy. Oh, it was the wildest shit I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I would never set foot on this wow. again. I was a kid and very broke and trying to see everything. Right. I remember buying a. Okay. Th- so I, I was like going through. I think it was. Oh, maybe it was Tallahassee. That's where I'm thinking of. Tallahassee. And yeah. there was, what's the, I think it was like, this would have been September, October. So it was the end of school. And there sure. was, the bus was driving down and I just, this is, it looked like a, a movie. Because obviously where I'm from, people don't look like that. The cars don't look like that. The way people behave, y'all are just loud and uh, it's crazy. It's awesome. And Tallah- there was that. Where's Tallahassee? That's at the, at the top, right? Yeah, somewhere. And there was like what what's the thing called when school finishes and there's like there was just like mad people in the streets and just like everything was kind of stopped. There was just cars everywhere, people sitting on top of the cars, like just chilling. It felt like a not a prom thing, but like an end of school thing. Okay. No? That's all I really remember. I thought they ended school and then when we do, which is summertime. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. we had school. Okay, so it's got nothing. To, I forgot about. Okay, so it's got so nothing. So you, to do with you nothing. walked in on a party. Okay, it was just back, <laughs> and it was all young people, like university age type thing. And I was like, yo, I wish the bus would stop. This is lit. <laughs> okay, that's all I really think of Florida, like in that sort of area. I don't really know a lot about it. Miami was was cool. It was a little weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was nice. Okay, sick. It's we'll definitely make our way up. Yeah, we'll make time. our way up. In, the weather's uh, beautiful. Yes, it's... Uh, that's we'll be we're... there. We'll be there in a couple years to come see you Don't in person. Don't drive me with a good time, Oh, I wish we could be there right now. We that's will beautiful. fuck Florida up. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes, that's what I'm no talking Florida about. Man. That's what I'm talking about. No, no Florida, Florida man. man. No Florida man involved. No, no, no. <laughs> just, just, just good people. a little bit of Florida. If, if we're like if we're back and we can just watch it I'm cool with that and we can film it there you go no we're good no, no we're good I'm here for it yeah. um, so what, what what can people like what, what's find, next for being a yeah, culture what's find, like donate because you'd be it's Giving Tuesday are you guys doing anything for Giving Tuesday coming up on December 1st no so no. they can just donate to you so, all the time listen I try this is this is the thing about me, right? Anything that seems like, you know, cheesy or just like <laughs> fake, I can't. It's almost like I'm allergic. Yeah, <laughs> fair so, enough. Giving Tuesday sounds amazing. Um, but and and I saw it and I was like, we should probably do something like that. And then, you know, the little person on my shoulder was like, nah, fuck that. And so I was like, yeah, <laughs> No, we are not doing a Giving Tuesday, um, but uh, we do welcome people to donate. Obviously, you know, we have a really big mission and it requires really big money. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, you can visit beerculture.com, spell culture with a K, not with a C. Yeah. And yeah, there's like a donate button way at the little bottom there um, that supports our scholarships, that supports uh, our internship. We just launched an internship, by the way. Amazing. Um, it's in partnership with Hop Culture, so uh, whoever oh, our candidate is, they'll get to write um, on Hop Culture's website and, you know, put their little stuff out there so and get cool. paid. So this is a paid internship. Um, we are not asking anybody to do nothing for free. And if anybody asks you to do anything for free, you'd be like, nah, you need to <laughs> run me my coins because I'm using my skills, okay? So, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> run me my coins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So about paid paid yes. um, you can apply for that at beerculture.com too. Um, and so yeah, good shit. Follow us, that. like us, you know, do all the social media it's stuff. At beer, at beer <laughs> all culture at beer everywhere. culture, right? Everywhere. Beer culture everywhere. Yeah. Do you want people to follow you? No. no? I don't like people like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you just want to get them jobs. <laughs> change their lives but they i love people i'm such a people person and i hug all the people wow. shout out to covid19 i can't do that shout out to COVID-19. That's what I, was saying. I was like yeah, yeah COVID-19. I love people. yeah yes people can follow me if they feel like it it's culture mother hey. shout out to um ari she gave me that name by the way she's Did the you? black mermaid yeah, on yeah. instagram i love her she's so tiny and so cute uh, she calls me mother and so that's how i got that name oh, culture I love that. So shout out to her that's amazing. You know? yeah, she's awesome <laughs> I love it. Um, T said it's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming through. 
Um, let me wrap this up. Stick around on the Skype call. Oh, do you know what we didn't do? Oh, no. we used to do a thumbnail. Photo. Thumbnail photo. We just take a screenshot. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Am I cute? Yeah, yeah. you've been cute. Okay. You've been cute, cute the entire time. Trust me, you always crazy. cute. You stay, you stay cute. Okay. Yeah, ready? Hold that up. Oh, there you go. Turn it. There you go. Oh, ah, ah, great. Look at us. Look at Oh, you did it, T. You're the best. That, and it'd be and it'd be rude not to. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'll wrap this up. I'll stick around on the Skype call at the end. We'll uh, we'll, we'll finish up. So guys, thank, thank you, you so much, much. Tishu. You are the best. This was yeah, a genuine pleasure. This everything is... you're doing is so important. Mm -hmm. Just thank you for your time and thank you for everything you're doing for the community. It's just it's wonderful. Please keep doing it. Just keep being you and, and, and killing it and changing the goddamn world. Yeah. Not just yeah. the the damn world. Listen, people like to think that that is super ambitious. But that's okay. I'm an ambitious Ooh. woman, and I got an ambitious there team. So yes, that's what we're doing. That's what you're doing, and we will not stop. Um, I love you guys. For Seriously, real. like we don't know each other in real life, but y'all have been like real uh, since day one, and real recognizes real. You can't fake that shit. Yeah. And so I just appreciate who you are in this space. I appreciate your friendship. Um, and thank you for having me, sharing your platform to elevate our message. I love y'all. You're amazing. You're you. beautiful soul. I love you. That's yeah. it's the energy. Even though we yeah, haven't man. seen each other, you just know, right? We knew yeah. this would be a pleasure. Yeah. And as well, like whenever you want to come back to talk, you got anything you want to do, you are anytime. Just say the words done. Whatever you want, you want us to share shit, you want to come and talk again. Please come anything. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, please come talk again. This is <laughs> this is yours forever. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for watching me. Please go and follow Teach and Be a Culture and make sure you stay up on everything they're doing if you enjoyed the episode smash the thumbs up hit subscribe below hit the notification bell Ding. so you know when the new drops follow us on social media at BOS podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear motherfucking world changing legends like Letitia Cook every week we are here Spotify just Apple Podcasts everything just a glorious human world. being just, just gracing us all need a little crown right there <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. um, we'll see you in the next episode guys peace